Samson very graciously has agreed to bring us uh, a devotional tonight. And so, Samson, come on, uh, either position. Okay, uh, greetings to you all in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, so, just first of all, I would like to read uh, Psalms 119, 119 Psalm, verse 165. Psalm 119, verse 165. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall, of, nothing shall offend them. Shall we bow down heads for a small prayer, short prayer? A loving Heavenly Father, a gracious God, thanks for all your blessings, your grace, your love. Lord, once again we come into thy presence. Lord, we pray that, I pray that you set me apart and speak to us, help us in all the things. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. So when I was praying for the word of God, God has, you know, uh, he has put something in my mind like, on peace. So why don't we, uh, previous verse I was thinking about the word peace like that. And you know, of course, these days, even I sometimes lack peace in my heart. With respect to the job, with respect to the family, and with, with respect to the, uh, the big transition from uh, uh, India to United States. But God's, you know, it's for with His grace, he has filled my heart with peace. I'm very grateful, grateful for that. And so somehow, so that's how I have a thought in my heart to spread some couple of verses on peace like this. So of course we know about peace. We all know about peace. In Hebrew we call it as Shalom. And then in, uh, in Telugu we call it as Samadhanam. It's like peace. And of course, we all know about the meaning of peace. You know, it's when, you, when you go to a, a Google and some, somehow if you understand what exactly the word peace means. To put it in a short way or a crispy way or an easy way to understand, it's like a freedom from disturbance. We are all disturbed in some other situations. If you have a freedom in that type of disturbances, we feel like having peace. So there are so many types of peace we have, but of course when talking to the Bible, when you come to our scriptures, more than 400 times the word peace was mentioned in the Bible, is mentioned in the Bible. And mostly it was mentioned, I think around more than 30 times in, book of, in the book of Isaiah. And in Psalms, of course we have 150 chapters, but it was mentioned 27 times in Psalms. So what I want, why I, want, why I, why I brought this word in the sense, you know, these days we all need peace. Somehow, sometimes we lack peace, but we get the people. There are some people we have. A pe people we have. Some people you don't know. Like you know, like uh, some people they don't have peace at all. Some have peace, but they want to maintain the peace. And some have a disturbance peace. So for that peace, you know, if you want to have a full pledged peace, maybe to have a complete peace in our life. I have a couple of verses in the voice. The first one which read is that Psalms 119.165. It is, Great peace have they which love thy law. People who love the word of God, you know thy law. If, if, God, if you love God's, God's law, God's constitutes and God's word and God's, you know, the word which was revealed by him, if you love the word, definitely we are going to have 
peace that's what sami says what do you mean by love then how do we love god how how do we love the word of god for example a word is a beautiful word we all know that a word a love cannot be seen literally but we see it through actions if i say i love my wife but i don't do anything in my actions i don't do any help at all and i don't want to give any prizes at all any gifts to her then all my words that i love her go in vain nothing nothing is there in that if you if we love someone there should be some actions we should show a love through action the same way when we love scriptures in the sense when we love god or when we love the word of god in the sense we read it we meditate it and we even follow it so if you are loving the word of god it means that you say that i love scriptures if you say that i love the word of god if you say that i love the preaching of god then it means that we are reading it we are meditating it and we are we even follow it for those people the psalmist says that those people they are going to have a great peace it's like you know it's not a, it's, it's 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 normal like a it's it, it, it doesn't say that a peace he says a great peace you are going to have it that's the first point i want to remind and when i'm going to the second point uh that is uh, from second chronicles chapter 14 and verse 7 therefore he said unto judah let us build these cities and make about them walls and towers gates and bars while the land is yet before us because we have sought the lord our god we have sought him and he hath given us rest on every side so they built and prospered here we see about king esa and about king esa we see in verse 2 that and esa did that which was good and right in the eyes of the lord his god he is a king he has an attitude towards god that he was good and right in the eyes of the lord see sometimes you know the people in this world they want to be right in the in the sight of the human beings maybe sometimes even if you are right in the in the sight of the human beings that may be a wrong in sight of god but this king king esa wants to be right in the sight of lord and the, he was a godly person he feared god and later on in verse 7 he says that he sought god and he got peace rest and he, he was very much rested throughout all in all sides through all sides so here in in the in the translation in telugu translation it was it was like this of, of course it was also translated through greek uh, greek language and there king asa was he was relying on god asking god and totally dependent on god that's how it was translated in translated in uh, in telugu of course if you go in greek also that was a, a a similar meaning like that and then here the way he sought lord that gave him lot of peace where he rest in his life in his kingdom so the second point which i want to bring is like you know when we rely on our lord when we search for godly things when we search him when we ask him he'll give us peace he's going to give us peace a small example i want to put it here uh we have a tradition in india like you know some some of the not all some christians you know uh when they have some a good appliance in at their houses 
they want to give thanks and before using it they pray and use it so uh, once a christian he called a pastor because he bought a mattress and then he called, the pastor came home he took the pastor then pastor asked him he don't know that he bought a mattress then he called the pastor pastor was asking him yes uh, tell me uh, uh, john maybe john like that tell me john so why did you call me sir please come inside he took pastor into the bedroom and shown him the new mattress which he bought it cost around in our india if if we convert that into dollars it costed around 5000 dollars a mattress costing 5000 what uh, you know what he told to the pastor pastor please pray for me even i bought this 5000 this mattress of 5000 dollars i am unable to sleep peacefully see we cannot buy peace with 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 money even with mattress if you sleep on the on a, on a wonderful mattress on a beautiful mattress if you don't have peace in your heart we cannot sleep there so what i mean to say that what he wants from the pastor like he wants pastor to pray for him to ask lord for him the way here the point is like when we when we seek lord through a heart then definitely he give us peace he gives us peace he gives us rest in our life the third point the last point and i would like to conclude about the uh, the third point the first point when we love his scriptures his word his preachings his words definitely we are going to have a great peace second thing when we seek lord we are going to have peace in our lives the third point from book of jona chapter 1 verse 12 and he said unto them take me up and cast me forth into the sea so shall the sea be calm unto you for i know that for my sake this great tempest is upon you this from jona we know we all know about jona god asked him to go to which place nineveh but he was heading to tarshish you know like you know for example, here he said god asked him to go to nineveh he was saying no lord no 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 this this, this there is a spiritual point to learn from uh, learn uh, here is that as believers as christians we should be a people of saying yes not no he was saying no and he was started heading to tarshish he started going there he was in shape and then of course we know the story about jona there the wind the totally the, the, there were there, there was an there, uh, there was an a situation that the whole ship was about to sink the the same word when we read here in the uh, in verse 4 it says that but the lord sent out a great wind into the sea and there was a mighty tempest in the sea so that the ship was like to be broken they were in a desperate situation one man's disobedience brought a many a much struggle a much a, a much problem to so many people in the ship of course here then later on we all know the story the cast the lots and then the lot came on on jona and then now jona says says this word now here take me up and cast me forth into the sea jona is telling all the uh, mariners there that cast me down into sea because i am the reason i am the one who did mistake i am the one who who was disobedience to the to lot and that brought you this situation so put me down into the sea cast me down into the sea 
So spiritual meaning is that, and of course we see that when Jonah was cast down into the sea, it was totally calm there. They saw the peace in the hearts. They were, they, they were troubled a lot. They were very much desperate about their lives. But after casting Jonah into the sea, the, everything went, everything was calm now. So it means that a spiritual point is that here, they casted Jonah into the water. In the sense, they casted the disobedience into the water. Jonah was full of disobedience till then. Then the disobedience, when the disobedience was casted down into the water, everything was peace. The point we have to take, take here is that the disobedience in our lives, whatever it might be, maybe evil things, sometimes that brings us very desperate situation. It leads unto desperate situations. Some, some trouble in our lives. When we realize, when we repent this, when you cast out your sinful nature, your sinful things, your evil things, our evil things, then disturbance related to our heart will go off. God is going to give you, give you peace. As they cast out Jonah, the disobedience, down into the sea. So if you want to have peace in our lives, let's cast out all our evil things. Of course, as believers sometimes, you know, without our knowledge, as we are in flesh, sometimes we do sin. So that's what our scripture, God's scripture is reminding us to keep all our, to cast away our sinful things, evil things. He's, according to 1 John chapter 1 verse 9, he says that God is so righteous that he will forgive us when we ask him. He'll cleanse us with his blood. So let's ask him and three things to have a peace. Of course, there are many scriptures. I, I, I just brought up only three things here. When we love the law, his scriptures, his words, his preachings. The way we read it, the meditate it, and we follow it, will give you peace in our lives. And the second thing is like, when we rely on our Lord, when we seek our Lord, we are going to have a peace. The third thing is like, when we cast out our evil thoughts, evil things in our life, we are going to have peace in our lives. May, may our Lord help us to have peace in our lives in future in the coming days. Thank you.